Hello everybody, this is Jeff McMaster from LeadershipEzra.com and you are listening to the Leadership Ezra Podcast where we connect biblical truth with wisdom and apply it to the practice of leadership. If you love Jesus and have been called to lead, I invite you to join me as I connect the dots of faith, wisdom, and leadership. And if you want to dive deeper into this subject, order a copy of my latest book, Leadership Ezra, now available on Amazon. Have you ever struggled with uncertainty and regret? I have. And on today's episode, that's the question we're going to explore. What we're really going to be talking about is a mindset, specifically your mindset when you face an unknown future and wish you knew tomorrow's answers today, or when you reflect on your past experiences and circumstances and wish that things could have been different. In these circumstances, the real question is whether or not you can and should respond with gratitude instead of uncertainty or regret. So let me tell you the story of the last year of my life. I've known for a while that a transition was coming. Um, As my wife's health has declined over the years and reached a point where I needed to be doing a lot more at home to provide help and care for her, I knew I was coming to a point where I needed to figure out how to work remotely from home so that I could care for my wife in the way that she needs it. And uh, I thought it was coming a few years from now, but uh, the Lord had a different story in mind. And so over the course of the last year, here's here's basically what happened. Um, about a year ago, I was having a conversation with someone, and he asked me a question. He said, Jeff, if you were not the head of school at the school where you are right now, what would you be doing differently? And I thought for a minute and I said, you know, the answer to that for me is not what would I be doing differently. It's what would I be doing next? Because I believe that God has been uh, leading me in my path every step of the way. And everything that I've done in my life has always led to what he has had next for me. And that everything I'm doing at any given time has built on what he has had me do previously. And so they're all connected. So, so I said, it's not really what he has differently for me, but it's what is next in my life that he has as his plan and purpose that's going to build off of where I am now. And so that, that started the thought process. And, and again, like I said, I, I, I had wrestled with for a while, for a few years of, of thinking about a change that needed to happen. But at that point in time, that really started me thinking, especially as I started praying about my word for the year. Uh, keep in mind, this was a year ago, um, last November. And so I started thinking and praying about what my word of the year would be for 2023. And, and I kept trying to think about what was I going to be doing and what word would best fit. And, and God kept putting the word next in front of me and I kept dismissing it and said, no, 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 not yet, not yet. That's not the word yet. And finally, he more or less had to smack me over the head with the word for your year this next year is next. And so I justified it in my mind by saying, well, he must be telling me that I need to start preparing for what's next. And so this whole next year, I'm not going to be making any changes, but I'll start getting ready for what's next. And uh, then at Christmas time, I'd give my wife a, uh, a canvas that had a really pretty script on it with a verse that's important to us. And the verse is in, uh, in uh, Isaiah uh, 43, verses 18 and 19, I believe, where, where Isaiah is speaking to the people on God's behalf and says, 
don't you see that I'm doing a new thing? Even now it springs up. I am making a way in the desert. And so uh, we open that at Christmas, and I'd forgotten about it. We open it at Christmas, and I read that verse at the time that I was setting my next year's verse or next year's word as next. And so that was really causing some turmoil in me. And so I kept telling myself um, that in spite of this turmoil, that that really I was thinking about how I needed to prepare for what next. And at some point, my wife said, you know, Jeff, uh, you need to be ready because maybe God is telling you that your next is now. And I almost got in an argument with her. And then in February, God made it very clear to me that it was time for me to step into the next. And And I wrestled with God a little bit because I was like, God, well, I don't know what I'm doing yet. And he made it very clear. Nope, Jeff, next is now it's time you need to be home and i and i remember thinking for years i've told people your family is more important than your job well this is another one of those times where i asked myself jeff do you believe that's true or not your family needs you more than your job and god has made it clear that your that your next is now are you going to be obedient so i made the decision and i i spoke with my board and I turned in my resignation in February, uh, saying that I would finish my school year, finish the year in the summertime so that they would have time to be doing their looking process, um, and that I would be stepping down from Brazos Christian School. And when they said, what are you going to be doing? I, I said, I don't know. I don't know. I just know that God has made it clear that I need to. And so I fully believe and I'm competent or confident that he has a perfect plan for what's next. And so that's what I did. Almost immediately, I I started to panic and I started to think, oh no, what am I going to do now? I don't have a job. And as I'm panicking, uh, having a hard time sleeping, I get up the next morning and there is a a text message from my barber. And my barber's a believer, but the only text conversations we ever have are about scheduling my next appointment. And so randomly, he texted me at 5 o'clock in the morning with a Bible passage and a devotion that reminded me that God is sovereign and has a plan and that I can lean into it and trust it. Ben had no idea. My barber had no idea of the step that I had just taken. And yet God prompted him to send that to me. A couple months later, when I still didn't have a job, and, and even though I kept talking to people and 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 connecting with my contacts and taking all the steps that I needed to to look for work from home and to apply for things. And, and the Lord kept closing doors. And as I started to panic again, my wife reminded me that rather than panic and trying to look at all these other things, I needed to make sure I was taking time first thing in the morning to pray. And so, again, she convicted me with truth. And so the next morning, first thing I did when I got up in the morning, I didn't even look at my phone in the morning. Instead, I went in the other room and got on my knees and prayed and tried to talk to God and and put in front of him my fears and my anxiety and ask for his help and, and asked him, God, am I doing the right thing? Did I mess up? And when I got off my knees and went back to the room and picked up my phone. I had a text message from another friend that I probably hadn't heard from in a year. And he shared a a passage from scripture and some words of encouragement with me. And the last line was, remember in the waiting, God is working. Now this friend of mine, his name is Andy. Andy had no idea again, because I hadn't talked to him in a long time and over a year, he had no idea that I was leaving my position and was looking for something else. And yet God put on his heart that that morning, 
I needed to hear a reminder that in the in the waiting, God is working. And, you know, there have been a number of other things along the way that are, that are very similar or comparable, but all of them have done this. Just like when Joshua crossed the Jordan River with the people and instructed them each to pick up a stone, each the leader of each tribe to pick up a stone and to build an altar or a monument on the other side that was the reminder of all that God has done, each of these moments in time for me became the stones and my altar to God. And that monument that said to God, and that were a reminder to me that God is clearly working. And and so I have had to lean into and trust God, even when at this point in time, the answer is not fully clear. And I am living day by day in faith and trusting God with 100% confidence that he is the one who has moved me in this direction. You see, my future is unknown to me. It's not unknown to God. However, because my future is unknown to me, my present fear causes me to sometimes second-guess my past. When I do that, I am just like the Israelites. After they were freed from bondage in Egypt, the first time they ran into difficulties and a food shortage, almost immediately they started regretting their choice to leave Egypt. They started crying for what they used to have. In the same way, when I am being led by fear, I can start to question or even regret my choices, although I saw God clearly in them. So if I'm being confident and obedient to God and following His clear direction, then I need to trust Him with an attitude of gratefulness for His purpose and provision, even when I can't see it yet. And that's where today's question takes us. What is our mindset? And on what is our mindset based? Well, when we are being faithful and obedient to God, He will not fail. His plan cannot be prevented. And He sees the future and knows where He wants me to be tomorrow. And He knows why He wants me to be there. Furthermore, there are times, and for me, where I am right now is one of those times, He doesn't want me to see beyond tomorrow. Again, this was modeled by the Israelites when God's response to their fear of provision was to promise them their daily food in the form of manna. But he promised to only give them what they needed for that day and no more. For me personally, at this specific juncture in my life, but for a purpose that he knows, God is choosing to give me my manna on a daily basis. And I have to trust him that it will be there the day after that and the day after that. But I also have to do it with an attitude of thankfulness that should arise from my confidence and trust in his goodness and purpose for me. So here's what you need to take away. If you are being faithful and obedient to God, then you need to first place your uncertainty about the future in God's hands because he has a certain purpose. Then second, view your past difficulties and present struggle with thankfulness, knowing that it is factored into the purpose God has for your certain future. I'm reminded of something uh, that my dad once said related to the topic of regret. He was pondering the challenges that we experience in our lives that cause us to sometimes question things, and he said, You will never regret 
living for God. I believe that is true with all my heart. Therefore, I am choosing in the present to walk in thankful trust of God in view of both future uncertainties and past circumstances. And so I am thankful that he has me in the position I am in today, living completely in dependence on him and trusting the purpose, plan, and timing of what he has next for me. My friend, what about you? As you face your past, your present, and your future, are you choosing to live in thankful trust? And you have been listening to the Leadership Ezra Podcast, where we connect biblical truth with wisdom and apply it to the practice of leadership. Come back next time to hear me once again connect these dots of faith, wisdom, and leadership. And don't forget to order a copy of my book, Leadership Ezra, available on Amazon. Thank you and good luck.